is this thing still on? It's been a while. This show's been on hiatus for a couple of months. I told you that Doug and I were going to put something together, the likes of which you had not ever seen before, and I still plan to do that. But it's not going to happen in the immediate future because I've got bigger things on my plate right now. So what I wanted to do was, well, something. And uh, Doug and I started talking, and he said, hey, um... Hey, remember the Deeper Thought podcast you did a couple of years ago? Doug and I decided that we could go through some of those episodes. Over the next several weeks, several months, you're going to get access to what you previously weren't able to. Hopefully, this little provocation will help you sell something that you haven't sold before. And uh, stay tuned for these episodes as they drop week over week. I think you're going to take something away from them. I know you're going to be entertained by them. And uh, I just, I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. All right, Jeff, 25 episodes on prospecting. You've given me theory. You've given me strategy. Would you just tell me what to say? Well, I'm glad you asked. That's what we're going to get into today. My name's Jeff Bajoric, and my career in sales has been a hell of a ride. And I want to bring you along with me. If you prefer to sell things at a premium, if you never want to win a deal on price, rethink the way you sell. Welcome back to the show. My name is Jeff Bajorek. I'm your host, and I'm here to help you rethink the way you sell. Now, it's about damn time I put all this stuff together for you in a framework you can use, right? You know, I've been talking about strategy. I've been talking about theory. I've been talking about the academics of prospecting. Well, now let me give you something that's very tactical, and I'm going to give you something you can use today. It's a very simple open source framework, if you will, for you to plug in your own flourishes, your own turns of phrase, your own personality, your own authenticity, and, you know, when I talk about authenticity, when I talk about sell like you or hashtag sell like you, um, it's more than just using your own words. Like, of course you have to use your words. You try to take my words. They're mine. They're not yours. I wouldn't sell very well with your words either. That's, that's very fundamental. That's very, uh, really basic. And that's something that everybody kind of understands. But I want to take this a level deeper. I want you to think about selling with integrity. I want you to feel the alignment between what you sell, who you sell it to, how you sell it to them, and why. And this is a concept I call sell like you that we're going to explore in much more depth in season four. And you've already started to see some of my content that's being shared and talked about in some of my writing. If you haven't, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my newsletter, or you can go to my website and join my uh, email newsletter. But I'm talking a lot about this because not very many people are. In fact, I don't think anybody is the way I'm talking about it. And having that alignment and having that integrity instills belief in you and belief is what is necessary if you want to execute to your highest level. So as I lay this framework out for you, I want you to remember to make it yours. And I want you to remember to use it responsibly in a way that makes you feel good about the way you use it. Okay. Let's talk about opening. And I want to address this because there are, you know, permission-based openers and there are pattern interrupts and there are all these things that you can hear people talking about using this or use this. So this is what I've learned is that they all work about the same and none of them work all the time. So while we're talking about making this method your own, play around. Do a little bit of A-B split testing. Try some this week. Try something else the next week. You're going to find that some approaches work with some people and not with others. And none of them work with everybody. 
So you could keep things interesting for yourself, or you could just keep things interesting for your prospects, and you will find uh, that different combinations will help you succeed. And that keeps things interesting. That keeps you from getting bored. And quite frankly, that's pretty important. So here's the framework. It's very, very simple. You are going to pick up the phone. You are going to send an email. You're going to introduce yourself very briefly. And I think you should be direct. Okay. So, hi, my name is blank. We help companies like yours with blank. How have you handled blank? I've got some insights to share with you. I've got some ideas I'd like to run by you. Does it make sense for us to meet blank? Thanks, Jeff, or whatever your name is, right? Now, let's break that down, okay? So the first part is about being someone worth talking to and having something worth talking about and asking a question that will create a little bit of tension. So I introduced myself. I'm going to be very direct about who I am. I don't normally use a permission-based opener, but you can go with the Mike Weinberg, can I steal a minute? Right. You can go with, you know, my friend uh, Dale Dupree likes to do something totally wild with his prospecting and get you off balance and uh, create that pattern interrupt, whatever you need to do to kind of shake people off their uh, normal wavelength and pay a little bit of attention to you. But I like to be very direct. My name is Jeff Bajorek. I help companies like yours and their sales reps create more sales opportunities. So I'm talking about I help companies like yours. I have some credibility here. The problem that you're having is that your reps aren't creating enough sales opportunities. That's about 95% of companies out there, right? So it's fairly generic, but I've got your attention, and this is why. Now I'm going to ask a question, right? So how are you managing to help your reps keep their pipeline full in this time of economic uncertainty, like it is when I'm recording this right now. That's a question that I am going to wait for an answer for, right? I know there's no, this is, if I'm on the phone with someone, I'm going to wait for an answer. If this isn't a voicemail message, it's just something I'm leaving out there. And I'm probably going to pause for a second or two after I ask it. And then I'm going to ask for the meeting because that is the point of the call or of the message, right? I've got some things to share with you. Does it make sense for us to meet next Tuesday at 2 p.m., right? This is very, very important. This is the promise of exchanging value for time. I'm going to share something with you that is valuable. You're giving me time. I'm giving you this value. What you can also do, you can add something my friend Anthony in Areno um, taught me, really taught all of us. He said, that here's this next line that you can add. Even if there's no next step for us, you will walk away with these insights that will help you tackle this problem a little more effectively. That's that promise, right? We're asking for the most valuable, non-renewable resource in the universe, their time. It had better be worth their time. And so if you've established any credibility, if you've got a a personal brand or a reputation online that they can look up and say, oh, wow, this guy really does know his stuff, or this lady is really, really sharp— yeah, I'm going to take that meeting. And then obviously there's that second question, the ask, does it make sense for us to meet this Tuesday or next Tuesday at two? And, you know, uh, warm regards or however you want to sign off the email from there, right? That is a very straightforward ask. And this is something that is so stripped down and so uncomplicated that I think people overlook it. But here's the thing, it works, You know what works about it? It's stripped down and uncomplicated. You can just put it into play right away. 
You can fill in your own blanks there. And if you've done the work that we've talked about earlier this season, if you have you know, thought of those tension-creating questions, if you have got your marketing put together, you know the problems that you solve for people, you can ask those tension-filling questions, if you, if you will, um, about those problems. You can poke at this. And you can use this same framework 15, 20, 25 times in every message that you leave. Look, you know how to prospect. I know you know how to prospect, but something still gets in your way. As a matter of fact, I've identified eight reasons that you and your team are not creating more sales opportunities. I put them together as a white paper to serve as a companion of this season of the Rethink the Way You Sell podcast. Go to jeffbajorek.com forward slash eight reasons to download your copy and the self-assessment that is included in that white paper so you know where you can make maximal impact right away to improve your prospecting results. Now back to the show. Now, there are going to be people out there that are going to tell you that you should call and then you should email right away and your call should refer to the email and you don't have to ask for return voicemail or, you know, return calls on voicemail and just direct them to the email. Like, there's a lot of ways that you can just get creative with this. But what I want you to do is get this framework down. Very simple. It's an introduction. I'm calling because your credibility statement Asking that question, make them think a little bit. Ask for the meeting. It's okay to ask two questions in a, a prospecting message so long as that second question is asking for the meeting. Let's not run this uh, into the ground here. If you've got too many questions to ask, that means you have more opportunities to follow up and follow through in your prospecting process to create more tension. And, you know, you look, you're asking for the meeting and then move on and then let it go. If you've left that message, it's out there. Let it do what it's going to do. What I am proposing throughout this season is really, it's, it's not too heavy on the volume. The volume is really your commitment, but trust your process here. You know, an old manager of mine, a good friend of mine used to call this the velvet hammer approach. I'm just going to very lightly just tap on your shoulder. I'm going to tap on the glass in front of your office. I'm going to tap on your door. I'm going to leave a little message here and plant this seed, let it germinate into something. And then over time, that tapping is going to break the wall down that you're putting up. And we're going to have a real conversation. I mean, does it always take forever? No, of course not. But I really believe that if you're committed to a long-term campaign, then you can only be impressed and you can only have your expectations exceeded by the actual result. It's not reverse psychology. We're using the stats. We're using the data. I showed you that, you know, five or six episodes ago. So use this framework. Very, very simple. It doesn't have to be more complicated than this. And then put it to work. Set the plans, the wheels in motion and see what happens. I think you'll be impressed. This is very much the work I do with teams, perhaps work I can do with a team like yours. We'll sit down in a classroom, a virtual classroom, a physical classroom, and we're going to write these scripts down. We're going to workshop them. We're going to practice them on one another. We're going to come together as a group to refine this rudimentary 
template and turn it into something you will not only want to use, not only be effective using, not only use more often, but you'll be proud to use it. There's no reason you shouldn't be proud to be in sales. There's no reason you shouldn't be proud to sell what you sell to the people you sell it to. And there's no reason you shouldn't be proud of why you sell it. That's how I work with teams. That's how I can work with you. If you would like to take a look at what that um, could look like, then send me a message, jb at jeffpajorek.com. And uh, look, I don't think prospecting needs to be as hard as most people make it. And I'm happy to help simplify it for you. So we got one more episode left in this season. Then I'm going to take a break for a couple of weeks, working on some really good stuff for season four. But I will talk to you again in a couple of days. Thanks, as always, for being here with me. You have a ton of choices among sales podcasts. And uh, if you think this framework will resonate with someone else, please pass it along. That's how this show grows. I'll talk to you again soon. Rethink the Way You Sell is a Pot About It production. It's mixed and edited by Doug Branson, with music by Blue Dot Sessions and Doug Branson. This podcast is masterminded by Jeff Bajoric.